Okay, and we're back. Here Yo. we go. Kyle, have you seen this lovely of the White House today? <laughs> or, sorry, of the Capitol? Oh, Canada. Thank <laughs> honestly, God we're on this side. Honestly, like, what? if they were black, they'd all be shot. Oh, <laughs> all these white guys running there. I even saw a video of them taking selfies with some of the cops. I was like, what is, is happening? It, this is why we got white privilege to do fucked up shit. If you got the privilege, go for it. Like I mean, it's that's crazy. That's a terrible precedent, it's, but I get what you're saying. It's terrible, but it's it's what it is. They they're like, oh, I feel like this is something. I really feel I I feel like Donald Trump somehow won, but everything says it doesn't. I got white privilege. I'll see if, see how far it goes. And it's proven to go pretty goddamn far. <laughs> yeah, the fact that, like, nothing's really happening about it is hilarious to me, but, uh... Yeah, they're, they're throwing punches at cops, and cops <laughs> are, like, te- like slowly wrestling them to the ground and yeah. carrying them to the sideline, like... No guns have been pulled? That's weird. That's yeah. not very American. But, uh... <laughs> anyways, we got better things to talk about today than fucking America. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about American sports! <laughs> hey! <laughs> In the in the talks of American sports here, you see Philly's tank job, or as people are saying it, they they gave they gave effort, but they weren't really sure if they could win, so they wanted to get oh no, what did they say? They wanted to get more footage on the backup. So with with down by six, I think five minutes left in the game, they pull their quarterback, put in the backup, and then don't. Don't use their timeouts properly. Running, running it r- like doing uh, quarterback run plays out of nowhere. Just get first downs, just to keep the time going. It was a ridiculous. Like it was pretty bad. It was pretty blatant. Yeah, they. Uh, it, it's it's tough because like I think uh, who is it? it? Was their center Kelsey who said it uh, in an interview following the game? He's like. There's no amount of like player development or getting film on anyone that takes precedent over winning the football game. So whatever the fuck <laughs> he was, he was whatever excuse he was trying to make. I want to get film or whatever. None of that mattered. Winning the football game mattered. And if he honestly thought that what he was doing was in his best interest for the football team to win, then he's an idiot and he should be fired. Because Mm -hmm. it's one thing to pull your starter, Jalen Hurts, out of the game. It's another thing to not put Carson Wentz back in the game, who's still a proven player. Yeah, you don't go to third string. Right? Like, you you missed a step there. If you're trying to win and you think, man, Jalen doesn't have it. In what world was Carson ever at threat to losing his job to this third string quarterback? No. He was only at threat to losing to Jalen. If you say that Jalen lost the job, who's going to get it back? Carson Wentz, yeah. not this bum that I don't even know his name. So whatever he was doing, he's a liar. Um, he should get fired. And I'm not even sure what his game was because it has to be only for, you know, personal, like a personal vendetta towards, you know, was it, who's the, the Giants? Joe Judge is the judge, or sorry, is the judge. <laughs> Joe Judge is the coach of the head Giants. Maybe he's got some personal thing against them. I don't know. From, but it was completely I, irrelevant. Yeah, what I'm seeing is that uh, people are talking about if they won the game, they get the ninth pick. Losing the game, they keep the sixth okay, for the so, draft. So it's so, a draft pick. So for for me, I don't I don't know if they'd get fined for saying it. But if they if they had came out after the game and said, "Hey, 
We have, look at this, look at our record. Look at our record over the last three years. I think I think the Browns and Bengals are the only teams with worse records since the, like since the year after they won the Super Bowl. They've been top or bottom three, maybe four teams in the entire league. If they if he came out and said, "Hey, look look what we've been doing, winning one more game and losing three draft spots isn't worth it." If like if we score six extra points. Like, what's that going to do for us? That just means that we have a le- uh, less likely chance of getting the guy that can make a difference for us. We didn't need this win. I wanted, I felt taking this loss and getting tape on hit, on our third-string quarterback was worth it. If he said that, I'd be like, okay, it, I don't agree. I wouldn't do it. But you, this is what you feel. I can see where you're coming from. Now, if they did this like the second or third game of the season, and they're like, "Oh well, we we don't really want to win too much this year because we're trying to," well, <laughs> yeah, you're sabotaging yourself. But this is a the moment came up that hey, if we lose right now, it kind of a win-win for us. So for that part, I can see it. But tanking in general, like especially blatant, obvious like that, you're affecting so many other teams, so many other players. So like clearly, your your center who is like I think he's an all pro center. Yeah, is now like oh we don't like winning. <laughs> like so you're gonna put in a backup that you don't want him to do good, and you want me to put my ass on the line and block him with 350 pound behemoths trying to punch me out. Cool, thanks, coach. This yeah. is where I want to stay. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like. I get the draft pick, but, like, maybe it's the honesty thing. Maybe if he was, like, honest about it, be like, honestly, like you said, like you said, if I, you know, if he said honestly, I was thinking about the draft pick more than I was thinking about winning this game for what? It's a pointless game. Because, like, you know, as much as you respect the integrity of, like, the New York Jets for not giving up on their season and still trying to win games, they did also get ridiculed for shooting themselves in the foot and giving up the chance to draft Trevor Lawrence. Yep. So, I do understand that, but that's, you know, it's all about honesty, like you said. I think that's the difference. Because, yeah. like, him just, like, basically talking shit, being like, oh, I just, you know, I thought it was for the best. Like, cut the shit, yeah. man. Sports fans are the- dumb. We've been watching this <laughs> thing our entire lives. We can see when things don't add up. If this guy thought it was for the best, he should get fired. And that yeah. draft pick should go to the next coach. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> waste of his he, time. He, like, unless it came from something... Like, yet again, with the, when we talked about the TikTok, unless it came from above saying, hey, we don't want to win this game. If you have a chance, don't don't win this game. If they said that to him, then it's, it's, not, it's out of his hand. But if he made the decision, the people above need to... He needs to be their... Uh, what's the word? Uh, the guy that gets thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Whatever whatever that word is. He needs to be that so that they can say, hey, we don't believe in losing. We, we're firing this coach. We're bringing in somebody else. We don't want to do that here anymore. Now you kind of win both sides. You get the better pick. You look better as an organization. And now you might have the players respect again. Now if that coach is still there next year, you're just the New York Jets still. Or whatever team you are. Like yeah. you, Whoever you are in that position, you're... You stay there. You don't have any room to improve. So I think his uh, his lack of honesty and transparency with his team, because even like having his players, you know, talk out against him, and even I heard apparently on the sideline, some people had to be restrained from like trying to get in his face on the sideline. 
the lack of transparency with the team, I think is the most crucial part because it's one thing to like lie to the media and lie to the public and the fans about your plans because you don't want anybody else to know what's going on, you know, inside. Yeah, in the locker room, the locker room. But like, if your players can't trust you, they can't play for you. Mm -hmm. And if your team captains can't trust you, they can't play for you. And if you don't have the support of your teammates, your captains, your players, then you can't win with this team. They don't want to play for you, let alone they don't want to play in the city with you. So now you got a guy like Kelsey, who I th- I would imagine is perfectly content retiring a Philadelphia Eagles. I think he's played there his entire career. I mean, to my knowledge, maybe he had like one year, he got drafted somewhere else. I don't think so. I'm pretty confident he was a Philadelphia Eagles whole life. And if he's going to stay in Philly his whole career... He can't play for a guy that's not telling him what's going on. Yeah. So. This is more his team than the coach. <laughs> honestly, this coach has been here for maybe like four or five years now. Maybe, I think like four. So, do we just like trade Kelsey? Is that his move? Is he like, fuck this guy? I'm going to go play somewhere else? Because losing those players is not what, is not the way it, to win. It's going to come down to players or the coach. It's the, the coach's head is, he's, he put himself on the cross here. He's done. But, it, like, what makes it really bad is when you look around the league on the final game, you're seeing uh, Tom Brady throw shovel passes <laughs> to his boy to get an extra quarter million dollar bonus. I love you're that. You're seeing Russell Wilson call off, uh, take a knee, throw his two passes to his boy to get, I think he got an extra hundred grand <laughs> to get their, get their bonuses. And then you've got a coach put in the backup so you lose your final game when you can finally have something positive to think about. Right. That's, that's slap in the dick. It makes it makes all those players want to go play for another team. It's like, do you? Because as a player, do you want to play for the team that's going to bench you to try and get a better pick at replacing you, or do you want to play for a team where you know the culture is more like that, where it's like, yeah, you need a couple extra hits to targets to get your bonus, and your quarterbacks, yeah, fuck whatever's going on with the coaches, bang bang, there you go. Yeah. Like that's awesome. I love hearing that, and it's just like. The fact that those two guys can just make that happen for you, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, that's I would want to play for them 100% over this team. This team is a tire fire. And like I said before, I think I, I said last week I was just watching their, um, what was it, their uh, All or Nothing Philadelphia Eagles training camp season documentary and watching where they came from to like how they've like handled things here and there <laughs> and then just like seeing fast forward to 2020 and how much bad the fire has gotten in Philadelphia yeah. like they suck they need to move Carson Wentz Me they too. need to get rid of Peterson um and they basically need to start the rebuild because this team is a tire fire yeah they're just trying to recreate the same season and but the thing was they weren't favorites they, they they won the Super Bowl, but they weren't favorites, and they had to have a, a lot of things go their way for it to work. Yep. Like you have your backup win the Super Bowl for you. <laughs> you can't base your next three seasons off of that success because it's not it's not meant to happen. Yeah. You were supposed to lose. Yeah. Now you're just losing. I think they just I think they got caught up thinking they had the right guys. Mm. They did not. No, no. A lot no. of their offensive weapons are pretty suspect at best. But um, we'll wrap up our sports talk with Super Bowl predictions. Mm. Who do you got? Yo, I got to go with Green Bay. They've got they've got Aaron Rodgers. 
who's playing like the best quarterback in the league right now, when he you is. look at touchdown to interception ratio, is is unmatched. Do you know what's gross about Aaron Rodgers? If you look at um his stats versus Brett Favre's stats, who Brett Favre made it on the NFL 100 quarterback group, like top quarterback to ever play football list. Yeah. This guy threw 400 and like I don't know, I think I'm I'm kind of guessing like 426 touchdowns or something like that, and he's also thrown like in the ballpark of like 230 picks. Brett Favre or sorry, Aaron Rodgers just hit 400 touchdowns and he's at like 80 something picks. That's yeah. disgusting. He's nasty. I he's, think he only threw up five interceptions this year. He's disgusting. Like he's so good. To, somewhere between the 45 and 50 range for touchdowns and five, I believe, interceptions. He's so good. That's ridiculous. And people, people have been saying Aaron Rodgers has regressed. Give me a break. He has one bad year, and look at him now. He's like, mm. definitely, in my opinion, he's the NFL MVP. He has just been putting up. And like, not to say that Mahomes hasn't. Mahomes has put up. Hmm. Mahomes is the man still, but like respect the greatness, respect yeah. the longevity, like what Aaron Rodgers is doing and respect that he's doing this with a much inferior cast. Yeah. The Kansas City defense versus Green Bay defense, I think it's clear that Kansas City's is better. Um, you look up weapons, um, I would say Aaron Rodgers, you know, Devontae um, Adams. Yeah, why can't I remember his name? Devontae Adams. Devontae's the only thing I remember. <laughs> Devontae Adams, probably best receiver in the league right now. So yeah, I'm going to give him the advantage over Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill is still probably the most dangerous weapon in the game. So yeah. to discount him, to put him in Devontae um, Adams. Wow, I'm still forgetting. <laughs> Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, put him in the same conversation as deadly weapon. There's no one on the defense that's going to stop either of these two guys. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's really one over the other. And then you think of, like, running backs. I mean, they don't have great running backs in Kansas City, but they don't have bad running backs. I think Aaron Jones in Green Bay is better than all of the backs in Kansas, but still, I still think they're doing they fine. Com- they're comparable, at least. Yeah, Aaron Jones is better, but it's not like they're, like, a, you know, having bad running game. Um, and then Travis Kelsey is one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Like, and this guy's and under- that's, a, that's a huge X factor, is having a tight end that can make big plays like a receiver. He's not he's not just a blocker. He's not a get a quick catch, get the 5 10 yards. He can do any at any point he can go off. Yeah, he's That's a huge change in the offense. He's an absolute game breaker and they have what Tanyan or something. Yeah. I don't in, even know in, who Green Bay's tight end is Tanyan. Yeah, it's Tanyan. I had him in the fantasy. <laughs> nice. But uh he's uh no, Green Bay it's it's just I think I believe I trust in that offense more than Anybody else? Because that's the thing that it, it comes down to in the playoffs is key moments, key key interceptions, key fumbles. Green Bay doesn't give up the ball like that. They they don't. So when they get the ball, they're either marching it down or they putting it back into your own side. So they're not going to give up those cheap plays that sometimes can swing the momentum. They don't they don't do that. And I I think this is going to be their year. Going in, they don't they don't have like, they have a good team. But they're overachieving, and they're playing at a higher level than they normally should, and being at the being the first seed. And I think their path is a little bit not easier, but it's they've got. I, I like their path compared to KC because KC in the second round. Oh, actually, no, never mind. The path is <laughs> looking at this again. Never mind. 
Are you saying Bills or Colts are going to put anything on KC? No. That's, so that's a wash the third to the conference finals. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have some words once yeah, you're done. Yeah, and then Steelers or Ravens, I feel like both of them... I think Steelers would put up a fight, but Ravens, they they don't quite have it yet. Something, something's up with them. I don't know what it is. Something's up with them. Because I don't see Titans or Browns taking okay. them out. I think it's... Uh... I think out of the NFC, I think you got to go with Green Bay. But at the same time, like, I think LA is going to let everyone down. Um, I think the Seahawks have a lot of issues on defense I don't like. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah. You know, even Jamal Adams is like, best defense in the league. I disagree. I see a lot of uh, a lot of coverage issues. I see a lot of issues from him specifically. I don't think that they have the communication on the back end or the play calling on defense, so I don't think Seattle's going to be able to pull it off. Even though Russ is playing amazing this year, I don't like it. Uh, Chicago is laughable in this picture. <laughs> I don't. Th- they're not going to last. One of these is not like the other. <laughs> um, I think the Saints are balling out. I think Alvin Kamara is on another level. I think Drew Brees is t- just a tad too old, and Michael Thomas isn't on top of his game right now. Um, I can see them easily beating Chicago. But I don't see them getting past the next round. Um, maybe they get past the next round. Maybe they get to the conference final. It could happen, but eh, if they do, I just there's no way they're making it to the Super Bowl. I just don't. I just don't see it. Um, and then Washington. I think that whole division's ass. I think Washington's doing all right in their last couple games. Like I think it was Bruce Arians that said, you know, they're not a seven and nine football team. They're a four and one football team with Alex Smith at the helm. Mm. I think that's true, and I think that's an accurate way of looking at it. But I also see Alex Smith at the helm and think Alex Smith in his prime was fucking trash and lost his job to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, Alex Smith is not a good quarterback, and he will not lead that team anywhere successfully. Somebody uh, finally said it. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Alex Smith. He's so heroic. <laughs> Comeback players. All he did was come back and still be shit. Like he's I'll just good him. enough to be. He's good quarterback <laughs> compared to normal people. I think he was easily the superior quarterback in that quarterback room. I always thought Dwayne Haskins was trash, um, but I thought the rest of their quarterbacks were trash too. And honestly, I think he's trash. I, he's never been good. He's, he's always been bad. Like, like, okay, I've so never like him getting it. drafted to like San Francisco. He was ass. He let everybody down. He stayed there for a long time, and then the team got really good. And it didn't matter who the quarterback was. They were that good. They had so many good players that Colin Kaepernick, who I might add, is also trash. And anyone that thought he was good clearly doesn't remember the film. But he's bad, too. I mean, I think he deserves a job in the NFL if we want to have that discussion. But regardless of him having a job in the NFL or not, he's bad. And that team wasn't good because of him. That team was good because of Patrick Willis and the defense. Mm -hmm. But anyways... um, he all Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick proved was that any quarterback could have led that team to the Super Bowl. It really didn't matter; they were that good. Um, regardless, Alex Smith moved on to Kansas City. Kansas City was getting good; they were getting players around them. They had players around them. Alex Smith wasn't good. He wasn't the guy making them good. He was just there because one thing Alex Smith is is good at is just being there and not royally shitting the bed. He's never been the guy to royally shit the bed. He, he will just, wake up and he will make it on time. He just he shows up and he doesn't fuck up that much. 
he's not good. He's not going to make the big plays, but he's not going to like royally throw the game away. Yeah. So that's why he's been he's stuck around as long as he did, in my opinion. So him in Washington, yeah, Haskins is a bum. Way better choice. I don't even know who the other quarterback was in that on that team, but he's easily the best one. And are they much better than this year in normal? He was, yeah, he was better pre like pre recovery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still I, better. I think I think they have a solid team in Washington. I think they're probably the best in their division. But uh, yeah, that, the whole division's that beast ass on the end. Too. <laughs> yeah, Chase Young is a monster, but their whole division's ass. Their yeah. team's ass. I don't see Washington winning any games in the, in the playoffs. I think they're a one and out, um, especially against Tom Brady. I think. A lot of people, you know, like we've talked before, they doubted Tom Brady. They said he wasn't the man. This guy still put up 40 touchdowns. He still took this team to the playoffs for the first time. And at the same time, that's just his regular season play. Do not, under any circumstances, doubt this man in the playoffs. He has given nobody, like, he's given no one a reason to doubt him in the regular season. He has given absolutely zero reason to ever doubt him, regardless of what you're looking at. The game in Atlanta... Everyone was doubting him then, and what happened? If it is the postseason and Tom Brady is in it, you know that that team that wins is going to have chance. to go through Tom Brady. That's that's the thing is that I, I get given him like postseason wise, he's going to put up, he's going to be that guy. But you can't give him credit for being that like, oh look at him, he transformed the Bucks. Not the three receivers like they they made what's his name, uh, Mike Evans. Is there like third? Third receiver now. He was all he was all pro last year. He's their number one receiver. Yeah. Barrett, like he has some nights where he doesn't get catches. He has seven years with a thousand yards and seven first I know. seven years of his career. And, and that's the thing is that this year he's now he's now having days off because they've got so many options on that team. I'll agree. So they have regular so season, many options. regular season, you could plug any quarterback. But I agree. Postseason, you have you have a, an offense built like that and Tom Brady at the helm. You you gotta you gotta show up. You gotta put everything on the line to beat that. I'm just saying they were seven and nine last year without Tom Brady. With Tom Brady, they made the super or the playoffs for the first time since like the 07. difference was the the interceptions. Yeah, because That's of it. the quarterback, because of Tom Brady. And the, Jamie's threw thirty touchdowns last year too. He how, just also threw. But 30 how many picks. receivers did they pick up this this off season? Antonio Brown and he who only made it halfway through the season and Gronk and didn't. Yeah. Oh, and Gronk? Oh, Gronk? Is he, is he nobody? Yeah, but is, he, is he not Gronkowski? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, they had I solid tight end play. Just some guy. They, Yo, had, solid, they had yeah, solid, solid tight end, end play. play. And they but, saw two pro But like Kelsey, these are two people that are dynamic. They aren't just solid tight ends. They're receivers that are bigger than I'm everybody. not saying Gronk didn't contribute. But and they did, had, didn't they bring in a running back too? Leonard Fournette's played backup all year. Ronald Jones has started the whole year, I think. Okay, I, I wasn't sure on that yeah, one. Yeah, Leonard, Leonard Fournette was, was is... Was oh, no, good, it was uh, KC brought in... They brought um, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. yeah. But Le'Veon Bell's also been a backup all year. They've been playing Clyde all year. Um, but, but, yeah, they brought in some extra weapons once Tom got there. But the biggest difference is Tom hasn't thrown 30 picks. Yeah. Tom throws 30 picks. They don't make the, the playoffs. Tom doesn't throw 30 picks. I think... He they probably they probably still could have made playoffs if he threw that amount of picks, but they wouldn't do anything once they got there. With know. Tom, they have a chance of winning. I don't think so. Anyways, I think the Bucks are the real deal. I think Tom's a real deal, and honestly, I'm scared for Green Bay if they have to play him in the next round in the divisional round because I think Tom's a real deal, and I think I'm scared for anybody that plays Tom Brady <laughs> yeah, ever in their entire lives. I think lives. Green Bay should go. I think Aaron Rodgers is having that type of year. 
But I think for the sake of poetic brilliance, I want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl with the Bucks, and I want to see him throw down on anyone that gets in his way. Um, and as far as the uh, AFC is concerned, I think uh, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are, are a solid football team, but I think that their lack of success against strong opponents is probably going to weigh on them. I think Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing as well as, uh, as he's hoping to, and I don't think it's going to translate to good playoff success and they're they're leaning on young guys as well so having young guys they don't they haven't been to the postseason they haven't really had like obviously they're nfl players they've had bright bright lights on them but not like not like super bowl lights and they they haven't been there yet their best days are when they're putting the ball into claypool's hands and there's been a couple days where they haven't put it in his hands very much and that is a poor choice on their part and uh it is what it is. It's not his call. It's the coach's call. And if the coach isn't making the call, well, that's tough. They're not going to succeed. Um, I think the Colts are a joke. I don't think they're going to make anywhere. Browns, they're like having the best year they've had in forever. So I'm going to give them their credit that they're finally... They've you know, made it to the playoffs. Yeah, this, they've already won. <laughs> yeah, like they, this was they their can success. Have the, they can have their Gatorade showers pregame. They don't need a win. And you know what? They really shut me up in that last week 17 when they played the Steelers and won because I did not think that they were capable of beating the Steelers, I'll be honest. No. But you know what? They did shut me up, and I don't know if that's a knock. You know, who's that? Does it look good on them or does it look bad on Pittsburgh? I don't know. But either way, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh in the playoffs, that's quite interesting. Um, I just don't see Pittsburgh having zero success in the playoffs in like a decade. Especially after playing playing against them last like they've lost to them in week seventeen. They've gotta go they gotta really look at this like, hey, we cannot do this back to back and lose after starting eleven and up. Right. We can't so, do that. That'd be a monumental failure out of Pittsburgh. But yeah, I just don't see Cleveland having any playoff success. I feel like them getting the playoffs is their success and they should be happy with it. But then on the other side you got, you know, Tennessee and the Ravens. I just I love the Ravens, that's my squad, but um Tennessee laid a fucking ass whooping on them last year, and I was hyped on them last year. This year, mm. not nearly as hyped on yeah, them. A lot less hyped. <laughs> yeah, a lot and less uh, hyped. Tennessee's still balling. I just don't see Baltimore winning that game. I think uh, with Kansas City in the picture, I just don't see. You know what? I really. I think if there's one team that can probably put Kansas in their place, and I'm, I guess I'm hoping for a, a conference final uh, between them, is Buffalo. I think Josh Allen, I said it last year, um, To we didn't have a podcast last year, but I said it last year to so the buddies, I think Josh Allen is a gamer. I think this guy is an absolute beast, and it doesn't matter who's around him, he's going to compete with his fucking heart. This guy is a monster. And last year, they had a pretty sorry-looking team. They looked really bad, but Josh Allen, if you watch their playoff game with Josh Allen, this guy's slinging the rock, and he's running for his life, and honestly... I was scared. I was worried. I didn't see my team. I didn't see Baltimore losing to Tennessee. I saw them like potentially getting scared by Buffalo. And I was like, yo, this team seems going to be good. Josh Allen Mm. is going to get there. And then you see them this year. They add Diggs and he's the number one receiver in the league. And I'm Mm. just like, yo, Buffalo is the real fucking deal this year. I'm terrified of Buffalo. I think Buffalo has a chance. And honestly, the game, I think Kansas City beat Buffalo by nine points. To me, if Mahomes only had like 250 passing, that's not something that you can, you know, 
you can't sit there and say, oh yeah, they've got this in the bag. I think Buffalo could give them a different game this time around, and I think Buffalo could beat Kansas City. I think I have my 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 gut says Kansas City is going to be in the Super Bowl because they are the real deal. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Kansas City. I'm just saying if anyone has a chance to take down Kansas City, it's going to be Buffalo and it's going to be Josh Allen slaying that rock because he is a man on a mission this year. Saying Buffalo has a chance to make the Super Bowl, it just sounds <laughs> dirty. I know. It doesn't they, sound right. They've been ass my entire life. Yes. I've, <laughs> I've never heard a good story about them like in my entire life. They even have the most depressing Super Bowl success. Make it there four years in a row and never win one. That's and ass. Didn't they have that weird kick? Too, where like the left hit the left post or something. That, I I saw something. That's saw something. It's a long time ago. But yeah, so. they they suck. They've always sucked. And all of a sudden they're they're and terrifying. They yeah, and all <laughs> of a sudden Josh that's... Allen is terrifying, and I think they're the real deal. So yeah, that's I think the NFL. it could be really interesting seeing Josh Allen take on Kansas City one more time. And honestly, I think Josh Allen could win that game. So I feel like if I had like my dream matchup, it'd be. Buffalo versus Tampa in the Super Bowl, but I think uh, I think the reality is the two teams that are just hot and unstoppable. I think it's Kansas and Green Bay, and I'm uh, as much as I uh, think Kansas City's going to win, I'm going to put my money on Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is the real deal. Yeah, he's been the real deal for the same reason you said. He doesn't turn the ball over. This guy controls the ball like nobody's business. And he's been around for so long. He's not. There's no such thing as a momentum switch with him. He's no. he's just. Oh, you put that up. Okay, now it's my turn. Yeah, that's his, it. There's no his, questions. His football IQ is through the roof. This guy knows what's going on. And he's got the best receiver in the league, and he's got a competent running back. He's got a good O line. I don't know what you're gonna do to him to get him off his game. I don't think he can. I yeah. think Aaron Rodgers is on. Yeah, you might be able to score on him, but he's yeah. going to score right back. I think uh, I think that's the man. Um, but uh, that's enough sports for today. Kyle, you said uh, you're finally going to break your lady in to... <laughs> We're going to keep this conversation going a little longer. <laughs> break her into the uh, best movie franchise of all time. The Star Wars franchise, yes. Oh, Baby. Get, get so she's off. never seen Star Wars. No, 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 no. See, What's her what, deal? The thing is, she's seen she's seen all the movies okay. once. One time. What ever. I'm doing now is what breaking her into Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars animated oh, series. Okay. I'm getting her on the side shit. Okay. Because, but thank the Lord for Mandalorian. Because it, <laughs> it made it, like, it was an awesome two seasons. And it, it introduced so many different characters. Like, when Ahsoka Tana came on. Ahsoka I was like, I was like, oh yeah, this is her. This is blah, blah, blah. This is what she did. And she started questioning it. I'm like, okay. This is, she's get, she's get, got questions. I, I got on the hook. I got on the ah, hook. Okay. okay. And, then, and then, like, <laughs> she has a big battle with the guy. And it, uh, and it's like, oh, I, I'm trying, trying to find uh, the... Tar- Tarnak or wh- whatever guy what? from the Rebels. Uh, he was he was a bad guy from Star Wars Rebels. Which one? At the end, that takes away uh, the main the main Jedi that was with Ahsoka. The blue guy. Yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Grand Am. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. So so she said that. So then now I'm like, okay. So I got two two sides. I got both Rebels and I've got Clone Wars. So I can start <laughs> off with Clone Wars because it's easy and what we know. Yeah. So we start watching, and we're about five episodes in, and she paused it. She's like, okay, what I don't understand is, I thought the stormtroopers were all on the 
bad guys side. Like, why are they on the? I'm like, you don't remember from the movie? She's like, I only watched them once. I don't really remember. I'm like, then I can't tell you. I'll, I'll let you know right now. They're good guys. They're good guys right now. We'll go from there. And I don't really know if she knows who Palpatine is yet. So I'm like, this is kind of cool because I get to see like the whole shock and awe of somebody not knowing what's happening in Star Wars. That's interesting. Yeah, you get to you kind of kind of do a nice little healthy recap. Yeah, and then and then we were watching. We got a couple more episodes in. And she's like, I think we're gonna have to rewatch the movie so I understand everything. I'm like, oh, ah, <laughs> yeah, here, yes, Brett. <laughs> I, I love it. Peaked and made it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, um... I slowly conned my wife into watching all the Star Wars <laughs> movies with me without right? her knowing. Right? Yeah. No, I... That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, my lady, too, I kind of got her, uh... I was like, well, you know, she... I don't think she's ever been into Star Wars enough to really want to watch the cartoons, but I think I, like, if I can get, like, my foot in the door... I have my foot in the door, like, for, like, in a couple weeks, maybe, we'll start watching some stuff. Like, I was like, first I was like, well, she likes Ahsoka too. I was like, well, what if I just showed you, like, the Ahsoka episode so you could kind of get a feel of, like, who Ahsoka mm. is better since she's clearly important. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of Star Wars storylines <laughs> in Clone Wars that don't really matter. There's a lot of, like, kind of like, yeah, like, they're fun Star Wars stories, but they're not big storylines. So yeah. I think if I can get her into that, then she'll understand. Same with, like, Bo-Katan and, like... You know, the Darksaber and all that stuff. There's a lot of juicy info on that and yeah. stuff. And, and just kind of knowing. And stuff that I think, like, could potentially come in the future. Like, I think Darth Maul could make an appearance somewhere down the line since, oh, definitely. you know, he's he's doing his thing in the background. Like, I feel like there's a lot of... That's, that's what they talked about, too, in uh, the new uh, Obi-Wan, the, the Kenobi series. Uh, that's, or the Kenobi movie. With him in uh, Anakin, mm-hmm. Darth Maul's supposed—he's uh, supposed to get a cre- uh, credited in it. So apparently, he's supposed to be showing up in there as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's like getting seeing him in Clone Wars and kind of understanding it a little bit more would be better too. I think I think that would be really badass. Yeah. Yeah, and even uh, the other day, I was, we were sitting there. I'm like, oh, let's just let's put something on for the minute till uh, till they get here. Then we'll go. And I'm like, okay, let's just turn on Star Wars. She's like, oh, no, no, I gotta pay attention for that. Let's watch something else. I'm like, oh, yes. We're good. We're here. <laughs> she wants to be paying attention. Yeah, I she like needs it. to pay attention to, to Star Wars. To watch all the movies all over again. You know what? That's a good time. It's no more just put Star Wars on the back and make out. <laughs> now it's like we gotta watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, especially with all the new series going on. Um, I'm definitely excited. I think Baby Yoda got my girlfriend into it, because, like, Hope was just, like, watching, or she was not watching, like, any of it, and she saw me watching it a couple times, and then she saw, like, all these, like, YouTube people, like, showing off, like, Baby Yoda stuff here and there. Mm. She's like, oh, he's so cute, but she's, like, doesn't know any of the story, because I've been watching it by myself, because, like, I assume she just didn't care. Yeah. And I didn't want to, like, watch one episode and wait a month to watch another. I was like, no, I'm trying to grind this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Mandalorian. I don't take breaks. Exactly. So the one week is long enough. Finally, I realized I was like, "Oh, she actually wants to watch it." All right, let's start from the top, and then we just pounded through it in like a weekend or two, until we were like caught up. And like the way the season two ended, I was so fired up, and all the new shows and everything. So, yeah, we're definitely gonna be watching that moving forward. 
I uh, I think I'll get her into some of these cartoons too, so she understands. But uh, mm. it's kind of the same thing, though. She like sees some people, and I'm like, I'm giving her like background info on people that she doesn't like fully understand. Telling her, you know, which people are important, which people aren't important. So mm. I feel like she's gonna wanna, she's gonna wanna know what's going yeah. on too. I think so. I think that's a big one with Brittany. She doesn't like me telling her shit. <laughs> she's like, I oh, know, I don't trust what you think. I want to know myself. I want to know the information. So yeah, so she, she can have her own out. ideas. She doesn't have to like listen to your yeah, ideas. like oh yeah, this is this is this. And she's like, I don't, I don't hear what you're saying. That's not what I find. Like I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like Grogu because he could be potentially the the one that finds balance in the forest. I liked him because he was cute. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, the cute right. little green thing. Right. I think my uh, my goal too is after Star Wars, we gotta get I gotta get my girlfriend like fully invested in Marvel too. Mm-hmm. She doesn't usually like superhero movies, but uh, Marvel's the real deal. So oh, man, <laughs> we we were actually looking at it. We haven't watched a single DC movie. Like from the <laughs> from the new ones, really haven't seen a single one. Oh man, we keep thinking about it, but then it's like we we don't hear good things about them. <laughs> they don't really like. They don't seem fun. They all <laughs> seem like they're shitty. Like the fact that Superman goes bad immediately is kind of like okay. So you take the only guy that's supposed to be like pure and good. Yeah, and, you, like, you, you guys just haven't seen them. the movies. You just haven't seen I know, the movies. I know. You don't I know, know there's going. other shit to go with it. I, I don't just, think you know what's going on, but um, <laughs> I think you guys, you guys have some some merit as far as most of the time they're not very good. Mm. I would say Marvel is way better. Wonder Woman was good. I heard the new Wonder Woman sucked. Like 1984. Aww. Apparently, it was not good at <laughs> it's all. The only one I haven't seen. I'm like waiting to watch it. Yeah, pretty like everybody I've heard. Says they don't really understand what was supposed to be happening. The huh. story didn't... Like, the first one was was a hit, and then this one just kind of went off the deep end. Huh. So, Damn. I didn't watch the first Wonder Woman. Probably Damn. won't watch the second one. Damn. If there's a Wonder Man, I'm not going to watch it either. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Most of the other movies are just like, whatever. There's some... I think for me, is like, I guess I'm just... I like superhero movies and these characters enough that, like, I can watch these movies knowing they're not going to be that great mm. and just enjoy the parts that are enjoyable and just, like, take it's, in the story yeah. and not worry about, like, oh, you're a terrible actor. Oh, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. Most of that... When that does happen, I'm usually like, mm, whatever, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Like, like even um, they did... What was it? The Harley Quinn movie. It was, like, Birds of Prey. Yeah. It's like they only had, like, two or three, like, good characters, and then they, like, wasted some of, like, the, you know, spots that could be other superheroes with, like, that shitty cop lady and, like, the kid, I think, I haven't seen in a long time, and I'm like, you could have done so much more with this, like, there's so many big players that could have been involved in this, and you wasted it on these trash characters, and I'm just like, whatever, I guess, (laughs) like... Yeah, I can't, I can't, that's the one thing that, like, some, the good Marvel movies I can kind of, I can turn off, but... When I'm when I'm watching a movie and s- things just clearly don't add up and they just don't make sense and they should be it should be done a different way, I can't look at it as if like oh this is good enough. I'm like, how come I can see that this is wrong and this person got paid millions of dollars to make it and they didn't notice that this is like clearly doesn't work? Yeah. I I can't turn that part off and I can't watch movies. I'm like, nope, fuck <laughs> them. They're not getting my money. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I uh, I I love superhero movies, so I've seen them all. I think even like that's thing with like uh, X Men movies too. X Men movies are really poorly made as far as like continuity and like making sense of things. 
timelines. Oh like, yeah, that that was a big thing for me is that I was young enough that I didn't understand <laughs> like the timelines and shit, so yeah. I never really clued in that nothing added up and they all looked shit. Like they they it was like oh. There's that frog guy again. He's now a kid at the wrong time. This doesn't... Okay, sure, yeah, whatever. They, they tried to be clever and, like, reset the timeline, but they honestly kind of just kept fucking it up even after they tried to fix it. So, like, those movies, it's like, oh, I like this actor and this actor, and they do a cool job here and here, and these action scenes are cool. And then there's just, like, a lot of, like, things that don't make sense and stupid things. And, like, yeah, weird double characters. And it's like, wasn't that person already alive? That doesn't even make sense. Like... How come in this timeline he's like this, and in this timeline he's like this? I was like, that's not really how that works. Like, I don't know. There's, yeah, there's a lot of stupid in X-Men movies, but... Well, that's what they're kind of talking about with Marvel, because of uh, the bad guy from the first um, Luke Cage. I can't remember his name. The The bad guy from the first Luke Cage? Yeah, the first season of Luke Cage. The... The The hand? uh, No, the black guy that... uh, he, he, like, ran all the, the stuff, and his uh, sister was a mayor. I don't remember his what? name, but he he was uh, he is now cast as Blade in the new Blade movie. But oh, he was already I know. a character in Luke Cage. You're talking about that Cottonmouth guy. Cottonmouth, that's his name. Cottonmouth, so was he in was he, he, he was Cage? in Luke Cage. So he oh, was, yes, you know, I'm, part I'm, of MCU I'm getting already. confused. I'm getting confused. You were saying Luke Cage, and I was sitting there thinking about the Iron Fist show the whole time, and I'm like, mm. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, when you said the hand, <laughs> I was like, no, no, not yeah. at all. But no, Cottonmouth died already, I think. Uh, I know, but now they're bringing the exact same actor in as Blade. Oh, true. So that that's where it was like the everybody was kind of like, I get it. He was really good as that character, but he's used- dead. You can't bring him back. Just yeah, pretend that's we weird. don't notice. That's weird. Especially when you say, "Hey, look, Cottonmouth is now Blade." <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. They definitely shouldn't use the same yeah. actors for different roles in the same universe. It doesn't make any sense. No, I don't. That's don't, weird. It doesn't make sense at all. But. You know, but at the same time, it's all make believe, and and that's that's the thing I'm trying to wrap my head around. It's with all, all TV. fucking real. No, all, all TV is fake stuff because I I find myself with that. I'll, I'll be watching no because it's 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 made up. Like Obviously. clearly, it's a story, but you fall you fall into the character. So like yeah, when characters the the part that always in my head I was always like wow that's crazy acting, but they they go in and then they die. Uh, go into like a weird scenario and they start acting like a shy person when they were really confident during the whole thing. But I'm like, that's just acting. That's not like a weird... It, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking I'm about. I'm not an actor. <laughs> I can't act. But uh, no, just the fact that like Marvel... Like people always say like Marvel, you can tell it's, it's not real because the story and whatever. But all of them aren't real. It's just a new story, a new way to say it. So I don't know how I got here. You're uh, getting really philosophical about. I I, TV. I know I I had an idea. <laughs> it was there. All TV made up. Yeah. If, if we if we re-listen to this, I'll probably find it. But I don't remember <laughs> where the idea went. Jeez. Um. Well, I think uh, I think that's all we got for today. Um, yeah. I'll end it on that note. <laughs> thanks for sticking around and listening to us talk about bullshit for an hour. Uh, we'll check you guys out next time. Peace. Out.